Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to Blind Awards Race. And if you're new and don't know what this show is, it's sort of my awards predictions race. Um, I've been kind of out of the whole, like, you know, prediction game. And I just kind of go week by week with how I think things are going and how things are going to end up shaping out. And then by, like, December, I'm very invested and I kind of have a good idea of what's going to happen at the Oscars. And this year, I'm going to do the same thing. Um, so the way this episode is going to work, because we haven't done one of these in like a year, um, and now that we are like pretty much full force into the fall film festival, or not film festival, I should say, fall movie season with the Oscar season now heating up, um, we have movies to talk about. And we have things that are now coming out that we can look at and say, oh, this is probably going to get awards recognition. And now you'll have movies that come out in the year, like The Northman, or The Batman, or you know, independent films like uh, Emily the Criminal or Vengeance or, uh, you know, things like that that just do not connect and will not get awards recognition. Um, and it is what it is. You know, you probably won't see a lot of comic book movies there. You probably won't see a lot of, like, super independent films that deserve it. And you probably won't see a lot of, like, middle-of-the-road movies that maybe should be in there as well. Um, but where we are now... Uh, since this episode is the first one back and we don't have a full slate to talk about just yet, and I don't really go to all the film festivals, um, I just want to kind of run down where we're at right now with Oscar season and what I think that we've already seen and that's already been released will be at the Oscars and at the awards race, uh, just in general for this season. Um, first up, obviously, Everything Everywhere All at Once. I think that's one of the few movies that really did connect and it will continue to just play all throughout the award season i think it'll get a best actress nomination i think it'll get a best supporting actor nomination i think it'll probably get a best picture nomination you know barring any other film you know nine other movies or ten other movies are able to trounce it and get into that best picture race and if it does then we have a hell of a hell of a season coming up um but i don't think that's going to happen i do think everything everywhere will get in there and i'll explain why a little bit later and I also think original screenplay is probably in there because that is a very inventive, like, creative, crazy movie, and I think that'll probably get a Best Original Screenplay nomination, which usually translates to a Best Picture nomination, so I do think it'll get in there. Elvis. Uh, I think a Best Actor nomination is pretty much assured, barring, of course, other people are better. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think next to Brendan Fraser for The Whale... Austin Butler is like the best lock for actor. I think he'll probably get in there. Um, I think this even has potential to get nominated for Best Picture, especially with what I say later. I'm going to explain, but uh, I do think this will probably get a Best Picture nomination. Um, you never know with these things. I know Elvis like didn't really connect for a lot for some people, and like the reviews are a little mixed. But like Bohemian Rhapsody got in there, and that's like a worse movie in my opinion. And Elvis was a lot of fun and. I think the Academy will enjoy it, and I think uh, I think it'll probably sneak in there because it's a pretty fun movie. I really liked Elvis. Top Gun Maverick. Now, this movie was like the movie of the summer, made a ton of money. It's like the fifth highest grossing film domestically now, and uh, I think while I don't think this is going to sweep the acting categories or anything like that, I do think it will be this year's like Mad Max Fury Road and win all of the technical achievements like sound. Um, sound mixing and editing. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it has a shot for visual effects because there are none in the movie, but you never know. Um, and again, 
Best Picture is not out of the question for this movie. I think it's possible that this sneaks in there because, look, the early buzz from a lot of these film festivals, and I'll kind of get more into it later, but the early buzz from a lot of these film festivals for a lot of these Oscar hopefuls haven't been that astounding. And it's kind of crazy to think that like we might see a lot of early early releases getting in there for, for the Oscar race this year. So you never know. Next up, I have The Woman King, and I think Viola Davis is probably going to get in there. I thought she was really great in the movie, and uh, I think a supporting actress might get in there as well. I really thought LaShawna Lynch did a great job. You might even see the younger uh, actress get nominated for, um, you know, the one that, the one that gets trained uh, throughout the film and is kind of like the new uh, member of the tribe I, or uh, of, of the uh, the warrior group. I think that I think one of them can get in there for supporting actress potentially, especially if it's not as stacked as we expect. Um, I also think a Best Picture nomination is not out of the question. I thought it was a really well-done movie. I think it's holding up really well at the box office. I think people generally like it. It's one of the few movies this year with an A-plus cinema score. I believe it's just that and Top Gun that have an A-plus cinema score. So it's probably going to play at the box office for quite a while and throughout the film festival. Uh, film festival, I keep saying that. Uh, film fall movie release schedule. Uh, so you never know. Uh, I do think this could potentially get in there, especially with it being a kind of a crowd-pleaser uh it ended up being more of a blockbuster than I expected. I thought it was going to be more kind of dramatic and a little more like indie feeling, but it, it did end up being like kind of a big budget like action movie. And I really thought that was fun and I liked it a lot. And it had that same kind of, you know, likable quality where it's, you know, very, you just go and you enjoy it. You don't really have that many issues with it. You just like have a fun time with it. Um, and it's really, it's, it's a powerful movie and I thought it was really well done. Um, and I know this movie does have like a bit of a controversy behind it, uh, that and the next movie that I'm going to talk about, which I don't think is going to be nominated, but it bring, it bears, it bears bringing up because I did think at one point this would have been a really big Oscar contender. Um, I know a lot of people have been complaining about this tribe in real life. Um, they did actually deal in a lot of like slave trading and things like that. I don't really know the full story about it, but we've seen controversies before with the Oscars with things like Green Book and a lot of the other Best Picture winners. There have been controversies and people that don't, that just can't get behind a movie being popular. Um, so I don't know if that's going to hurt its chances. I don't think so. I really don't think it hasn't, it, it's been kind of a vocal like, minority talking about it. There hasn't really been, like, a big push for, like, people not to see the movie, especially when you go see it and you do, like, just enjoy it. Um, I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot by making it, like, the true, real, like, tribe. They could have just adapted bits of it um, for historical accuracy and then just kind of went their own way with the story. You know, I, I didn't really think they needed to be 100% historically accurate because it could have just been, like, a fun, like, fictional film and I thought that would have been cool and just you know cherry pick the historical accuracies that you want to play around with just so you don't get that backlash um but I mean look you never know I don't I don't think it's going to affect its best picture chances uh I mean who knows if there are any best picture chances anyway just because I don't really think there's like a everybody's just kind of generally like yeah that was that was good and that's why it's like it's just mostly leaning positive nobody's like running around screaming about it so that might hurt it, but I, I do think actress is probably going to be, you know, you'll get Viola Davis in there for sure, especially with, like, the when you see it, like, you know, Viola Davis is up there in age, and she, like, kind of kills it in the action scenes there, and, like, she does a really great job with what she's given, um, so I thought she killed it. I think she can definitely get in there. Next up, 
uh, don't worry, darling. Now, at one point, I had this as, like, my number one, like, awards race, like, to look out for, for the year, and, um, yeah, it didn't connect, and it's unfortunate. It has, like, a 38% or something. I don't think this is going to get any nominations, unfortunately, even though I think Florence Pugh is fantastic in the movie. Um, and I really like Chris Pine as well, and just the cinematography overall is really great, and it's a very pretty movie, um, especially when you think about, like, how, you know, quote-unquote cheap it is. It's only, like, a $35 million movie, and, like, you know, only, but, like, that's, like, a low-budget film these days, which is pretty crazy, but, um, you know, it's doing well. People like it, uh, generally, or at least they're, like, the audiences are really liking it. I know the critics don't really, but the audiences are having fun with it, and I liked it, too, but, um... It's one of those movies, and I guess that'll lead me into this next part of the conversation, where things aren't really connecting, and you're starting to see an awards race shape up that you maybe wouldn't have expected. Um, you might see things like The Whale and The Banshees of Inisherin, which like are like good-looking like indie films, but like they might get into like Best Picture just because a lot of these other like Oscar hopefuls are not connecting. You know, you see, like, these. some of these festivals have been happening. You know, uh, TIFF, Venice, uh, New York Film Festival's coming up this week. I'm sure I'll talk about that. I'm actually going to a, film fest a New York Film Festival adjacent screening uh, in early October for uh, Bones and All, the Timothy Chalamet, Luca Guadagnino film. I'm very excited to see that. I, I hope that'll maybe strike up some awards talk. Uh, who knows? I think, I mean, it looks really good. I'm excited to see it. Um, so I'll be, I'll be sure to talk about that on this, on this podcast. Um, but, uh, yeah. So just to run down a couple of them here, greatest beer run ever, uh, Peter, Peter Farrelly's, uh, follow up to green book, which won best picture is getting slammed by critics. There's really bad reviews for it. I'm looking forward to seeing it this Friday. Um, but look, people aren't liking it and, uh, you know, it was one of those awards hopefuls that you would that you would see, and now like that's kind of not going to be a player, and it's crazy, <laughs> you know, like these things happen, but it just kind of leaves more room for like a lot of these other movies, like maybe The Northman could sneak in now, maybe Top Gun Maverick can secure a Best Picture nomination, maybe Elvis and The Woman King can get in there now, you know, it's you, you never know what's going to happen with these things, and also Blonde uh, coming out on Netflix tomorrow. Oh, and by the way, a quick plug. I will be on um, Galaxy of Film. If you don't know that show, please check it out. It's a lot of fun. I, I guest star on that show very frequently. Uh, but I'm going to be on there this week uh, with uh, Max and Danilo talking Blonde and Don't Worry Darling. So we'll talk about both of those films this week. Uh, check that out. I believe it's dropping on Thursday. So you guys can check that out. Um, and, and I'll dive into both of those films. I have not yet seen Blonde. I'm going to wake up tomorrow and watch it on Netflix. Um but again, that's another one. Very mixed reviews. People aren't loving it. So and that looked like an awards hopeful. It's about Hollywood. It's about Marilyn Monroe. Anna de Armas has been, you know, a good uh, leading lady for a long time. And she's been killing it in a lot of these performances. And like the Bond movie, Blade Runner, uh, Knives Out. She's a good actress. And to see that this movie is not good, it kind of, it hurts Netflix for sure, and it makes them have less contenders, especially with White Noise as well. White Noise is premiering in, in New York Film Festival this Friday, and the reviews for that have been very mixed as well. And um, you never know with these things. You never know. And uh, it, it just leaves the, the race open for potential blockbusters to even get in there, uh, like things like Avatar, uh, Black Panther, 
You know, these things can get in there now. Black Panther could secure a Best Picture nomination. The first one did. Avatar could get in there, especially if that's like a really good film. Like that can get in there for sure. Um, and potentially be that like Top Gun Maverick, like take that spot from Top Gun Maverick. You never know. Um, another one, Empire of Light, Sam Mendes, not getting great reviews. The Sun with Hugh Jackman, directed by the director of The Father, which won a lot of awards in 2020. Anthony Hopkins won Best Actor for that movie. And uh, The Sun is, is, is not connecting either. Like people like it, but it's not like getting overwhelmingly positive reviews. Amsterdam, another one that's kind of not clicking. So a lot of these films aren't really connecting in the way that you think they would. So you might see like a Bones and All or The Whale or, you know, Banshees of Anishirin sneak in there. Like I said earlier, like a lot of these independent films that like you wouldn't think have a shot at a Best Picture nomination, but like you could see maybe getting a couple of acting noms or screenplay nominations. That's about it. But now, look, these are these are movies that are now going to be coming in fast and they are now looking like frontrunners because of these other kind of failed starts. So you never know. And it's very, it's going to be very interesting to see this shape up over the next couple of weeks. Um, but festival buzz overall. Um, we have to talk about the Fablemans, Tar, Banshees of Anishra, and The Whale, like I said. And then a lot, I'm going to cover like other fun films that like maybe don't have a best picture shot or like an award shot, like The Menu or um, Triangle of Sadness or Bones and All. Like some of these like more genre films that maybe won't connect but are going to be really good, I'm sure, and I'll still talk about them on here, because the structure of this show is usually I talk about everything that I saw for that week, so next week I'll probably talk to you guys about um, uh, Blonde and um, The Greatest Beer Run Ever, and then I'll also start covering those early reactions for New York Film Festival, because I'm going to be looking more closely at the film festivals, because that's not what I, I didn't do that last year that much, I just sort of talked about the movies that I saw that past week. But now I want to kind of look more into the film festivals and get more of a sense of what's going on uh, with the awards race. And I want to kind of put my nose to it more because I'm not going to be totally blind this year. I'm going to try to get more into it and get my hands a little dirtier with the uh, with the predictions and stuff like that. So I will go through my first round of predictions in a couple of weeks when I've seen more of these films. I believe Tar is hitting theaters soon, so I'll definitely check that out. That's another big one. Um, I think uh, a lot of these other movies are Amsterdam's coming out in a couple of weeks as well. So I I'll be sure to like plan out the uh, the next few weeks of content for you guys for this show. Um, but that about does it. It's kind of it was a little bit of a smaller show today. I'm definitely going to get more into it and have more of a structure when we get more into the awards race. But that was just sort of where we're at now. What's coming? Didn't really talk to you guys about a whole lot and review things like I would normally. But yeah, next week, expect reviews for things like Blonde and The Greatest Beer Run Ever. Um, and also, again, some more of those New York Film Festival reactions. Um, but yeah, guys, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Please be sure to tune in again uh, next week when I do the show again. And uh, yeah, you guys can expect pretty much weekly episodes for this series, unless there's like just not a week where there's much happening. Um, but yeah, if you guys like have any questions or anything as well, you guys can... Uh, shoot me a text or message me on Instagram at Jakey Lemon or on at Mayhem Pictures. And if you are not subscribed to Mayhem Pictures on YouTube, um, that's just Mayhem Pictures on YouTube. Uh, again, check me out on Galaxy of Film this Thursday. I'll be talking about Don't Worry Darling and Blonde. 
with uh, with that with that gang of, of of hosts and guests. It'll be a lot of fun, I'm sure. And uh, looking forward to that. And uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. And I will see you guys next week with more coverage of the Oscar race. Take care. <laughs>